The Bushy and Bobo Show, a healthy scratch podcast. Here's your hosts, Kyle Bush and Brian Rager. Welcome, Welcome back, back to, to the Bushy and Bobo, Bobo Show, episode, episode number 40. 40. That's pretty good. Got two mics today. Uh, we are upgrading everything in the studio. Yeah. I've called it the studio a few times today, and it's crazy. Uh, episode 40. 40 down the, yeah, down the hatch, down over the, the hill. Hatch. And... Today is uh, July 1st. It's free agency. Canada Day. Number two is Canada yeah, Day. Yeah, free agency is number one. There wouldn't be free agency day but for Canada Day, right? Twitter's down, or Twitter's now limited. Twitter is broken. I, like, I mean, of course, it's the day where like we want to like watch TSN and just look through we'll Twitter through and look at all the rumors. And... Yeah, because it's like we're like kids on Christmas, seeing what we're gonna open it up. And, and... Uh, now, like, hey, spoiler alert! If you're a Red Wings or a Canucks fan, it's a bunch of fucking shit it's wrapped poo. up. Poo! Bunch of poo. Uh, that's like, th- that's okay. That's that's we're gonna check the uh, all right the microphones qualities, I guess. But uh, what we wanted to do is just basically kind of recap like what's happened and if there's any that we liked, I guess we can just like break them down. Yeah, as of this time or whatnot. So now, if you want to go and see, you know, thoughts on uh, you know Bushy's thoughts on the Red Wings, <laughs> check out the Red Wings report. I got a, a few videos out for you know the signings that the Red Wings have made. We'll go through them. They're gonna pop up. I might get mad again. I mean, you never know with me. Pretty volatile. You're you're just so much anger in, in you. I just have so much anger in me. That's I love it. Star Wars. It's all about that. It's all it's about that. go down to the dark side or whatever. Okay, well, I mean, let's start. So, uh, I mean, we'll go through the ones that actually matter. I mean, there's some yeah. that who gives a some, shit. Some minor league or minor yeah, deal. Yeah, like okay, Red Wings. Yeah, Gustav Lindstrom. I said I didn't think he'd be back because he was going to Sweden, but he's gone. Um, well, he resigns. Yeah, no, he's back. He said he was. They said he was leaving. He just he didn't. Oh yeah, so the Canucks buy him out, and this guy just goes gets himself a nice two point two five million dollar one year contract in Florida. So, well, (laughs) he's getting paid the buyout money plus plus this. Yeah, he's only thirty one, so he'll get another contract after that. But I mean, if you're OEL, you know you had to, you know, you're not what you used to be. Wouldn't you want to go to Florida? You just went to the finals. Yeah, just went to the finals. There, you got it. Helped uh, help out that blue line. Yeah. Keyword like, help. Well, try yeah. to help. I mean, try to help, I guess. I mean, try not to be a liability. Now, the Hurricanes, and like that's something maybe we should do is you, you, if you go to the top, you can probably look by team, right? Let's take a look. I think you can. If you sort by the team. Yeah, there you go. All oh, teams. Oh, there we go. Bam. We can go by, by team. Let's do it. Anaheim, let's go. All right. Anaheim has had a few interesting ones today. Uh, f- uh, for me, like absolute overpayments. But Brian, you want to take this away? Yeah, I'll start with the first one there. Uh, Radko Gudis uh, just came up, just played in the finals there with Florida. Says, you know what? I'm following the money and I'm taking my talents to California. And he's uh, signed that three year, $12 million, $4 million a year. Like, yeah, I, I can see, see the overpay there. Yeah. Now, like when we went for, through... for a pest. Yeah. On the Red Wings report, we went through some of the maybe potential guys the Wings could look at, and Gudis was one of them. And I was actually shocked to see that like his defensive stat metrics were actually like pretty good. So I'm not shocked. Uh, but like with the Ducks, they're yeah, in like full rebuild right now with Pat Verbeek as a new GM. He's going into his second year. 
Now, like, actually, before we even talk about that, I mean, okay, Alex Kalorn, right? Yeah. Like, take that one away. What, what do we got here? Oh, yeah, four years, 25 mil, like a 6.25 AAV. Like, that's... A lot of money. That's a lot of money and a, and a lot of year for a 33-year-old. And Gudis is 33 as well. So, I, I like, looking at these two guys, maybe Pat Verbeek, like, identified that, you know, maybe they need some veteran presence in that room which they don't really have right now. No, they're a young um, team, right? So, And these two guys are both, like, Kaloran has won a few cups. Gudis was just the finals. And probably good locker room guys, I would assume. They can both grow pretty good beards. They, yeah. Better than mine, about. right? But, yeah, hey, that's that's something where I was like, wow, six, six years. I mean, if I look, kind of look at it like, uh, or sorry, four years, six million, there was a rumor that maybe, you know, the wings and Kalorn and like, man, if Eisenman would have signed him to that deal, I would have been like, what the hell is you would, that, you, right? You've already had your anger. I've already had my anger, but uh, I don't even know if we have to really go through the Arizona, Arizona Coyotes, no. the Alex Galchenyuk, who cares? I mean, the Bruins haven't really, uh, oh yeah, they have, that's a lot, actually. Okay, I mean, okay, so the Bruins have done a few things. Let me, let's run through them. JVR, one million, one year. That's a nice signing because Boston has peanuts, right? Morgan Geeky from Seattle, right? Two years, two million per. Lucic is back for a year, one million. Shattenkirk, one year, one million. And then there's a bunch of minor leaguers, but you see the uh, what they're trying to do there. They don't really have a lot of cap space. They have to fill it out, but like pretty good, right, for Boston to like go through I, there and like get a few of those guys like for super cheap. Yeah, getting them on the low low. That's that's the mm. big thing. Well, and also kind not, of. and also not really knowing what's happening with Krejci and Bergeron. Like, yeah, there's a rumor Bergeron, like Krejci might go back to the, you know, check with the check, and then Bergeron, Bergeron might retire. retire. So, like, I know. think this is their one last true kick at the can. This is why I love that the Wings have their pick in 24, and it's protected. So, like, if they're kind of lower, and you know, the protection is actually there, it goes to 2025, where that's where I think they might actually bottom out. Oh, yeah. So, well, I mean, I'll keep that one. Buffalo, nothing really there. No, okay. Calgary, Calgary yeah, nothing. they got Sharon Govich in the Toffoli trade. Now Carolina, Carolina. did a ton, right? Like they yes, retained sir. like three of their guys, right? They brought back Faust and then both their goalies, Anderson and Ranta, right? Yeah. And I mean those averages are like pretty decent. They're only paying five million for two goalies combined, so that's pretty good. I think they got them cheaper than they had them. And then the big swing, in my opinion, was Dmitry Orlov. You know, two-year deal, which is pretty good, but seven point seven five million. Do you think that, like, he was maybe, in He's, my opinion, one of the top guys on the, if not the he, number one? He was number one agent. on TSN's uh, on list there, right? Yeah. So, two years, he's going to get another contract after that. Carolina is another win now team, right? So, right. I'm surprised they got him for two years. I think what we're seeing, and, and like. We didn't see a lot of six and seven year contracts today, if any. And if we see some, maybe we'll point them out. But a lot of like three years, maybe four. I don't know if these GMs are really too, uh, like, they don't, I don't think they want to give out these big long contracts anymore, unless it's for your, one of your young players that's like twenty two. Yeah, it's you're not going to see those. You're not going to give Orlov a seven year deal because it's like that's going to be terrible in three years, and then you're screwed. Yeah. Like you've made yourself a three year window, right? So. No, I mean, if he's still good after a couple of years, you sign him still, right? But it's just, it, it mitigates risk. And then, yeah, the other big signing there is, uh, and thank God, like, Bushy is just I was happier than a pig in shit. so happy when this actually signed because I was like, okay, good. First off, I had him, I had him it's Michael Bunting. Uh, you 
You, you, you are a pile of crap for what you did to me. Because Twitter's down. I can't see anything. Usually I'm in the know. My, my Twitter was going back and forth. So I wasn't at that 600 limit or whatever it is now. Um, it's going to be the free agency of like the Twitter being down. Yeah, exactly. Right? Uh, this guy tells me like to the, to the extent of like, Bunting oh, has a, bunting, is down to five Wings. teams or whatever. There's Red Wings, Carolina, and Nashville. Red Wings. I was like, oh. Toronto and, and like the Rangers. I was like, son of a bitch. There's no way. I was like furious with him. And uh, but and then I just, just, I broke character there. and, and just... I knew right away. I was like, this guy. Uh. But Michael Bunting signed somewhere. Yeah, he did sign. Yeah, Carolina. He's doing three year, a three-year contract there. Uh, he's going to win the Calder. Um, <laughs> yeah, four point five per year. Like that's that's an overpay in my opinion for a I guy think, that he, I think he was better than he is because of the guys he was playing with. I think he's advocator. I really do. I mean, I've said that countless times. He's just an advocator. He played with Datsuk and Zetterberg. That's it, right? So Chicago did make some moves, but you know, getting Connor Bedard, which I don't think they really deserve to get him. They did make a few trades like at the draft and they signed a few of these veteran guys uh, in Nick Foligno and Corey Perry, both to one year deals, both $4 million. This, you know what this reeks up to me? Remember when you used to play like NHL in the video games? Just and... trying to create a super teams? And... No, not even super teams. No, I'm, I'm talking complete opposite. I'm talking about you're rebuilding a team and in the first few years, because you've sold all your players to try to get picks, you're like, oh crap, I have to like get to the cap floor and you, yep. I just need a guy and you just overpay some veteran to come play for you. That's yep. exactly what this is. Because Corey Perry making $4 million is more than he made in the last three years combined. So, and he didn't do anything to really deserve this and neither did Nick Foligno. So they're probably like, oh, locker room guys. Locker you know? room, just, yeah, like just to get up to that floor. And no. and then Ryan Donato, I mean, two years, two million. That's whatever. Um, I mean, Colorado, this kind of just happened, right? Yeah. Jonathan, Jonathan Drouin had like 58 games played and two goals. So not a big one for Colorado. Now, a rumored one for Colorado that's not happened yet, and it may, by the time we put the pot out, is uh, Miles Wood uh, from the Devils like, is apparently getting a six-year deal from Colorado which I thought was nuts, but we'll see on that one. Um, you got nothing Columbus, Columbus, nothing really. Dallas made a, made a deal here. Dallas, yeah, they got uh, the big thing there, the major signing according to yeah. TSN is Matt Duchesne. Uh, just a one-year, $3 million deal. He had uh, no clue that he was getting bought out, and then here by he Nashville, is yeah. by Nashville, becoming a free agent, and then... I guess uh, Dallas is the closest thing to Nashville for him. So. And it's smart. And, and they were asking Duchesne this on the panel. And they were like, well, does the salary cap going up next year have anything to do with it? And I was like, of course it does. Because one year, he's going to cash in. He's only 32. I mean, if he has a good year with Dallas, which I would assume he does because they're a good team, you know, then he can cash in for next season, right? Because Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean... Uh, Matthew Shane's still a good player. It's just his contract was really bad. And I guess Nashville, Barry Trotz really wanted to get out of it because he got rid of Johansson as well. Yeah. Um, man, do, to I have to, do I have to go through this? I can. I yeah, mean, well, just not, I mean, not, don't go in depth since you since if you do if want you, it in depth, you just go watch the Red Wings report. Exactly. Just go do that, dummies. So you just, just go click. Uh, I go would say click, click right it. here, but who knows. It's where. probably up here. Yeah. Something like there. that. Or you just go on our channel. It's there. Uh, yeah. My Red Wings uh, did some stuff. 
basically. They signed James Reimer. They signed out Justin Hall. Uh, I ranted. And uh, they also got Alex Lyon, another goalie, Daniel Sprong, who I like, 21 goals. I haven't really talked about Daniel Sprong yet, but um, 21 goals for Seattle in like a third or fourth line role. It's pretty damn good. Only 26, too. Yeah, moving on. Edmonton. They basically made one signing there. Yeah, which is the Connor Brown signing. Played with McDavid back in junior. It seemed uh, like he was going to go there no matter what, right? Yeah. One mil, four million. One year, four million, yeah. Now, just before we go, like, the NBA is also happening right now. And, like, we were talking about (laughs) the contracts in the NBA versus the NHL. They're not even on the same level. No. Like who was it that got $260 million? LaMelo, LaMelo Ball, five years, $260 million. It was three years, wasn't it? Well, I thought it was a five. Was it five? Then it must be five. But you look at a guy, even Fred Van Vliet, goes to Houston and makes $120 million, $130 million for three, three years. $230 million is almost a quarter of a billion dollars. Yeah. <laughs> what, the, what are we doing here? Then these guys are like, man, we don't want to overpay. Let's give them $3 million. It's like, wow. Yeah, we like, see a $3 million contract. Or are a you not five, selling out the same contract? It's just like, oh. Are you not selling out the same arenas? Pretty much. So what are we doing here? The money's in basketball. I guess so. Florida Panthers. Uh, they signed Dmitry Kulikov, who I'm, I'm pretty sure he was there when he was young. And, I mean, Denisenko they brought back. He's a restricted free agent. They took a flyer on Mike Riley, um, who got bought out by Boston, I'm pretty sure. So one year, one million. Uh, we talked about OEL right already. at the beginning. so we'll Before we found out the, how we can do this. Yeah, exactly. Brian can break down the LA Kings for you. Cam Talbot, one year, one mil. Nice. And then just a bunch of bullshit. Well, Trevor Lewis, is 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 he back in LA or was he always there? Because he won the cup in like 2014, 2012. He's on that team, right? Let's, He's like 36 now. Let's look it up. Since, yeah, Trevor since Lewis, he went time. to Calgary. Yeah, so he came back. He's yeah. uh, He's back with the Kings. So there you go. Minnesota nothing. didn't do anything. Molia Canadiens nothing. Did not nothing. Yeah, Gus Nike. Yeah, Gus Nyquist going to. Uh, oh, Nashville did a bunch of stuff. You go all the way down there. Oh, there so, we go. So there we go. go. Got a couple X Leafs. Yeah, they picked up the savior Luke Shen on a three-year deal there, and almost gave him three million dollars a year, which yeah, I, which is more than he's made the last couple of years. The guy looked like he was going to be a like an AHLer for a while. Yeah, he really did with Vancouver. With Vancouver, seventh, with, you know, seven D with Tampa. It, yeah, it's just his career went down, and then look at him now. He's getting a. That's he's, probably he's, one of his last contracts. He's going to probably be he'll be thirty six. Thirty six afterwards, right? yeah. Probably going to be. He's. I think he's already washed now, but that's just me. Ryan O'Reilly, that's an interesting one. I mean, for the centermen that are out there, you know, he's 32. You give him four years, 4.5 million. You know, he, he fit really well with Toronto, I thought. Uh, but he's not that first-line guy anymore. And, I mean... Right now, he would be in Nashville. Nashville's got nobody right now because Johansson's gone, Duchesne is gone. So they're going full, you know, not even rebuild, but, like, just... No, because you couldn't even call it a rebuild because you're moving a 32-year-old and you're bringing in... Right, so you're just swapping guys out. And then obviously, like, Gus Nyquist. I mean, it says he's a center. I don't really think he is. He's a winger. Plays the more of the wing. Yeah, two years, $3.2 million. I mean, I always liked Nyquist. I still got his Red Wings jersey somewhere. So, I liked Gus. He was a good player. The Devils. Anything big here? They kind of already made their moves, right? Like, Eric Algren was, like, a fourth. Yeah, they're like, resigning Meyer. And... 
Well, it was Meyer, Brat. Brat they got Eric Halla back. You know, they've they've made brought their, in Tyler to Foley. Exactly to Foley. So they they made some moves already. So the Devils look like they're pretty primed. Their top six looks pretty nasty. So you got to watch out for them. Islanders, go ahead. So they brought back Simeon Varlamov, who I think, in my opinion, is one of the best backups in the league right now. Four-year deal. There's no I, right now. It doesn't say salary or cap hit, anything like that. Same with Scott Mayfield. They brought him back seven years. So I mean, Lou Lamorello just going absolutely bananas. Um, Ilya Sorokin actually signed. We didn't see this one. Did not um, see that. They signed him because he was probably restricted. Eight-year deal, eight point two five. I mean, he's going to be there till he's thirty-five. They're betting that you know Sorokin is going to be that guy. Um, and then even Pierre Engvall got a seven-year deal. Wow, seven years, three million dollars. Honestly, and I'm not even saying this to be mean. I, I think Lou Lamorello knows that he's going to die before these cap hits come off the books and he doesn't give a shit. He's out. He's retiring before Bro, they come Bro, I off. didn't see any of these Islanders ones. I didn't Dude, are, these, are we looking at the right? Like, this is the rights. Yeah. Keep going down. Did you do anything else stupid? Sam Bullduke. That's... Pierre Engvall, seven years. Wow. That's unbelievable. What the hell did he do other than wearing a big helmet? <laughs> Big helmet, Pierre. Like unbelievable. You can break down the Rangers while I try to like. While you try to digest, just comprehend that? that. Holy crap! So the big one for them is is Blake Wheeler, one year deal, eight hundred thousand, and then with three hundred thousand in incentives and whatnot. So one point one there. I'm getting bought out by the Jets, right? And then hey, he wanted to go to the East, so the he's going to be probably bottom six with those guys. You think? You think? You think that's going to gum up a spot for like Capococco or Alexi Lafreniere bringing him in, or do you think it'll help them? I, I'm hoping that it helps them, but like, because it could be both. We said we said this before. Lafreniere hasn't really taken that next step up as like we said that before. Right. But is he going to get the opportunity gonna... if you're bringing in all these veteran wingers that are, you know, you know what I mean? Like how I'm saying that? Yeah, but I, if I'm Wheeler, I'm I'm thinking I'm slow, like. You're going to be playing that third line role, or right? Whatnot. So it allows that second line role for guys but the like thing is, is, But they're not going to be on the second line, dude. Have you seen their roster? Like they're going to be third or fourth line. Let me bring up cap front or uh, daily, daily face, face off. off. Let's go and see how the Rangers are looking up front because like I said I think they're honestly I think they're pretty stacked up. Uh, I mm. might be a little wrong about that, but if we look at our line combos, there's going to be. You know, think about it. You know, Panarin. Beautiful studio. Savannah just uh, the the, uh, the internet out here is uh, a little bit lacking, just because. I mean, it's probably a kilometer away. We could have well, done a we could have done a hot spot there, but yeah, we we could have. Here we go. Okay, look at this. Kreider's a Banajad. I don't know why VC's up there. Panarin, Trocheck, Barkley, Goodrow, Capocacco. Look at Lafreniere, and then he'll and then so you're looking at Wheeler would probably like you could technically put him in the top six if you wanted to. You could Goudreau and uh, VC. I mean, being up top there now, do they have any injuries? They probably do if you go down. That's well, maybe cool. they don't. Maybe they don't. But this isn't even updated because this shows Louis Domingue as the backup. But we yeah. just know like Jonathan Quick actually signed as the backup to Igor Shosturkin for you know, just one year. Uh, I thought maybe Quick would retire, you know, win the cup, but maybe. That's... That's what you I was know. thinking too, but you know what? You want to—he's an East Coast boy. He's from Connecticut, so he said he was a Rangers fan. So that'd be—that'd be like if you were like end of your career, like I'm gonna play for Vancouver. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? it's, it's one of those end of your career. But like, do you think list. Quick is gonna be? Can he play twenty-five games? Right? Can he? 
Because that's a thing I, I, I'm like, I don't know about that. You better... Well, they still have, like, Louis Domingue is still on their team, right? So, like, then you have another uh, guy that no, can... No, Domingue signed with uh, Oh, he signed somewhere else? Okay. Daily I believe, not updated I believe. Yet. Okay, well, they're going to need a third guy. And I'm sure they will, just to make sure, right? Because yeah. you always have to have that third guy. But, and then Nick Benino, right? I mean, he's going to be, like, fourth line center. So. Yeah, fourth line there. Not yep. making too much. Ottawa. Making a splash. Well, really, they kind of did, yeah. I mean, re- that's really one signing a lot of like younger guys, but you can talk about it. Yeah, they they get their goalie. They get their their goalie in uh, Corpusalo there, five year deal, four mil. It's uh, or twenty mil. So it's uh, they they get their guy, puts a little pressure there, and well, Matt said Matt Sogard is their like their prospect, like their their guy. They're hoping is going to be their one for a long time. And they do have Anton Forsberg, who, like, I've always liked Anton Forsberg. I was talking about him at the trade deadline. He didn't go anywhere. But, you know, Corpus Allo had a pretty – wasn't that great with Columbus because they were pretty bad. But, you know, at the trade deadline going to the Kings, he played really well. So – but, man, that five years is, is – to me, it's a little scary. You know, four, four million is not too much. But, you know, you're, uh, you're probably moving on from Forsberg – you know, whenever he goes up, if the Sogard guy works out. But you never know. You're always adding talent. So if this is what it took to get Corpusello, that's fine. If it was my team, like, well, now knowing Bernier, I mean, I wish I would have went after Corpusello. Or not Bernier, uh, uh, Reimer. Reimer. Whatever. Pick, X, pick an X leaf. Yeah, we're just taking them all. We had Jonathan Bernier at one you point. You did. Oh, my God. You did. Curtis Joseph. We should just sign him. Fuck. <laughs> just a bunch of minor, minor league <laughs> yeah, shit. Yeah, a bunch of minor stuff. Philly didn't really do anything. Ryan Paling. Hey, fun fact about Ryan Paling. Wasn't his first NHL game, he had three goals, and it was it was Bob Cole's last game. Calling huh. games. Yeah, I remember that. Now now look at him. Here you go. So Pittsburgh. Uh, Matt Nieto was like the first signing of the day, two years, like under a mil. Nolachari is a very underrated signing uh, for the bottom six because he's a, a very good defensive player. And so three years, two million. Big uh, signing here. Tristan Jerry went back to the Penguins. I, I, now, I don't know about this. You get him some better health insurance because five years, $5.4 million a year. Woo! That sounds scary to me if I'm a Pens fan because, like, you got to get it done with this guy now because, you know, I mean, Sid and Gino and Latang aren't going to be there by the end of that contract. And you better hope he's back to All-Star Jerry because okay. uh, yeah. bringing in Nadelkovich as, as well, the... Well, they have the Smith too, right? So True. Ned's so probably going to be like the third, third goalie. goalie. You know, he'll probably play in Wilkes-Barre. And then Ryan Graves is, is an underrated signing too, but like six years, $4.5 million. It's one of these things where I'm looking at these, these defensemen signings. Some of them are getting a ton of money. So where I look at it, a guy like the Justin Hall thing, it's like everybody's getting this much money. It's crazy to me. So, I mean, that's what it's costing to get a defenseman nowadays. I mean, because maybe it's just a thin... Apparently, and at least it's not NBA money they're getting. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? San Jose, just a couple little moves there. They bring in Mackenzie Blackwood. They traded for his rights. There you go. Kyle Burroughs from Vancouver goes there. And then... Uh, Ex- Giov- yeah, Red Wing. Yeah, Giovanni Smith. Yeah. And then Ryan, Ryan Carpenter. Carpenter yeah. So uh, not, a, not a whole lot for uh, San Jose there. Uh, really nothing for Seattle either. St. Louis, let's look at that. They didn't really do anything. They brought in Malcolm Subban, re-signed McKenzie McEachern. Tampa Bay, Luke Glendening, <laughs> two years, uh, 800K. And then Connor Sheary, three years, 2 million. So he's won a couple cups with Pittsburgh. So, you know, you're bringing a guy in there. 
You can talk about Toronto. Toronto? Oh. I'm just going to smile at the camera. Bushy just had the best day when he, well, until he found out about this, Justin Hall. If you believe in karma, I got karma right up the ass. Said the Leafs fans deserve what they get here for Ryan Reeves. Oh, Ryan Reeves. Three years, $1.3 million a year. They didn't even want to put it on TSN because they're so embarrassed. They're so embarrassed by it, right? It's, uh, the, the, the Reeves, what does he add to the team? He adds not like, he's physical. They've tried this before with guys like Simmons. Yeah. They've tried it with, like, they had, like, Nick Foligno. Foligno. Yeah, they had some and, tough guys, but. So it's just another tough guy, which, yeah, it will help you in the regular season. But in the playoffs, it doesn't really do anything. Look, like, look how it's. Like, they're, Matthews and Marner are still going to get hit. Exactly. Reeves isn't going to be there's out there playing with them. There's not going to be this fear, right? No, there, there's no fear out there for him. Like, yeah, you see, it's okay. Okay, it's a little tough. It's a tough guy, but okay, they're a tough guy. He but he doesn't bring after. anything else to the table. No, he can't score. Offense, defense, no, like nothing, right? I mean, he's not a penalty killer, probably nothing. He's just going to sit on the fourth line as a 36-year-old. And he's going to be there till he's 39. And that was the only thing the Leafs did today, other than other than lose half their roster. That's true. And I went through that, and I got depressed again because I said I was like, they lost O'Reilly, they lost Bunting, uh, they lost uh, uh, who was the other one that uh, Shen, Luke Shen, and then I said Justin Hall, and I got depressed. <laughs> and then I said, <laughs> I was like, damn guy it. was crying into his oh, French fries. God. So now, I mean, let's let's move on. I want to hear what you think about Vancouver. That's your team. So let's Vancouver, you go yeah, them. we have no defense. We I think we have three defensemen signed right now. Well, before today, Hughes, Myers, Hronick. Yeah, NHL defensemen. NHL right? defensemen. Yeah. Uh, so we needed to go out and get some some defensemen. Uh, we do that with Ian Cole. It's a one year deal. It's a left handed shot there for three mil. So I'm not too. I like that it's they're not committing to some of these to these older players. So it's what it, it is, like a stopgap maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, Teddy Bluger comes in here. He's a centerman. Yeah, plays can play down the line here. Let's see where he, he would fit in. He, he's probably going to be fourth line, third, fourth line there. I can know I'm not even going to bother because I think he's a fourth is, liner. He technically won the cup with uh, Vegas, with but they Vegas, were so deep he was a scratch actually. The one signing I really like here is uh, Carson Soucy, 28 years old. Yeah, from Seattle there. Mm-hmm. Again, another shot, left-hand shot, defenseman. Like, on another team, probably a bottom three pair, but in Vancouver, you're going to have the opportunity right now yeah. to play that second D pair. Yeah. Well, he'll be right behind Hughes. Exactly. Right? And I then, mean, you'll have Hughes. I mean, it depends what they do with Myers. You'll have Susie with Hronik, right? Yeah. And then you've got, like I said, who's the other guy that they... Yeah, so Matt they Irwin. And, and, and then Matt Irwin's a two-way. So, so you can always bring him up. And then they just picked up a, a Zach Slachenko there, a goaltending Probably an AHL guy. AHL or there. I don't know if you so. know who that is. Okay, so I mean, is that enough for... Uh, for well, no. Our, no. No, it's... It's enough to make a roster. But, <laughs> that was amazing. But competitive. <laughs> I mean... Uh, <laughs> like, we're, we're, we're going to have guys out there skating, but... Are we a playoff team? Fuck no. Fuck <laughs> well, no. what I can say is they're wearing the Canucks jerseys. Exactly. And that's all I know. That's pretty <laughs> much. We're going to have six defensemen. Yeah, we're going to have six... Defenseman and, uh, and yeah, and that's yeah, that's that's the game hockey. So when are you going to sign with the, the the Canucks decor? Fuck, I might as well. Like you should give him a call. I should be like, yo, just give me hundred grand and I'm in. yeah, I'm in for sure. Uh, so I mean, that's uh, it's it. We're, we're our team is a, is a clusterfuck and it's maybe been for a while. 
yeah, maybe I, one of these videos I will do something. I will do my own little uh, breakdown and and whatnot. Just because, <laughs> what do I say other than it's a clusterfuck? I mean, um, it is. No, no shit, Sherlock. Okay. I mean, Vegas. They really didn't do a whole lot other than they brought back Aiden Hill. They re-signed Ivan Barbashev. Like those are the two big things. Barbashev. That the the Knights did. They didn't really sign anybody today, but. You know, I mean, and then Washington really only made one big move there. The patches. Max Pacioretty, who's, you know, now I, I feel bad for him because he's a very good player, goal scorer, but just like can't, like can't stay healthy, keeps, you know, his hips and all this stuff. So one year and two million is maybe a, a good swing for, you know, Louis the Capitals there. The Rangers. Is he? Yeah. I was thinking this Laura side. Bonsoir. That's what I was thinking. He went back. He was with the Jets before. Yeah. And that's, that's who I was thinking is of. Is that who they picked in the expansion draft? No, I'm an idiot. No, they didn't. Was it? From Winnipeg? Vegas. That was, like, I mean, geez, Vegas has been six years now. I don't even know. Who did they take from Winnipeg? I'm actually really interested to know because, like, yeah. they only have, like, five guys up. They moved on from Riley Smith, right? Okay, no, fuck it. We're not doing it that way because we're just going. You there you go. The old there we go. The That'll wiki. tell you exactly what you need to know. Forwards. Where's Winnipeg? Or, uh... Go to the Western Conference. Oh, this is just who was available. Who did they... Oh, does it show who they actually picked, though? Oh, there it is. Draft results. Winnipeg Jets. Chris Thorburn. Really? Wow. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought that. But Bruswa, I thought maybe... But maybe it was a long time ago. They just signed him or something, made a trade. Um, but, like, that's every team, right? That's that's every team. Yeah, nice. Well, I mean, one thing we can, can do is if you go to Cap Friendly, we can look up who's left. Because that's something that's kind of like interesting to see. There's a lot of like I don't want to say big fish. There's, but there's a lot big of players names. out there, bigger, bigger names, right? Um, like here, where you go signings. I'm but if you go, oh whoa, Bowen Byram signed. What did he sign for? Two years, seven point seven. What they bridged him? Wow. Lars Eller, Pittsburgh. That's something we didn't really see there. So, yeah, there's a couple. Yeah, we, and we got most of them. There's Miles mm -hmm. Wood. So, Miles Wood did six years, 2.5 a year. Wow. Dude, that's a great deal. 2. Six 5? years, 2.5? Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's nothing. You know what? That's a good deal. I thought he was going to make a lot more than that. But you hear, you know, six years. You hear, like, you probably think a big one. So, free agents uh, top left. There we go. Top left, free agents. Who's still available? So some of these might be restricted. Maybe even like sort by, uh, I think if you go up a bit, keep going, keep going, keep going. We're going up, uh, people. Expiry status, UFA. And then just go down and hit the search right there on the left. Update results. See, this is the things we do. Fuck it. We do it live. Do it live. It's a podcast. It's okay. So, like, okay, so here's some bigger names. And, I mean, are they going to be – are they what they were before? No, but, like, Kane and Taves are still out there. Vladimir Tarasenko is still out there. Matt Dumba. John Klingberg. Josh Bailey. Tyler Bertuzzi. Yeah, Bertuzzi's probably number one on the list right now. How about a guy like Shane Gostisbehere? We, I mean, I talked about him on the Red Wings report of, like, maybe that's someone the Wings could go after. Right-hand defenseman, 41 points last year. Uh, how about Thomas Tatar? He's – 20 goal score, 50 points, and he's actually turned himself into a very, very good defensive forward, right? Like, he's still out there. Clefbaum, he's probably done. JT Comfer. 
Yeah, JT Comfer is another one that I thought maybe the wings, right? Pew Suter, I've talked about him, that he's he's a very good defensive forward too. Max Domi's out there. Alex yeah. Kerfoot, Jonas Donskoy, Jake Gardner, Dumoulin. Zach Cassian. Oh, I mean, yeah, Zach Cassian's <laughs> there. Uh, Max Domi, that's a big one. He's one of the top that's, centers yeah, that are out there it. other than Comfer. And there's right? still, Dallas apparently was still talking with him, but who knows now after they get a... Uh, Duchesne, right? Right. And then obviously, like, Patrice Bergeron, he's oh, would only go back to, to Boston. Boston. Um, you know, Max Comtois, Ethan Bear. Like, Ethan Bear. There's still some, a bunch of names out there that are going to have to go somewhere. Phil <laughs> Kessel's still out there. Kessel. Hathaway and Watson, both, you know, third, fourth line guys. Like, uh, Evan Rodriguez, like, underrated. There's still a lot of players out there, and that's just page one. Like, these guys are all going to probably end up playing somewhere. Right. Oh, exactly, so, I mean, exactly. There, it's it's day one. It doesn't right. mean everything. Everyone's going to get signed on no. day one, and obviously we don't know the ins and outs on right on the the negotiations. And okay, so like of that list of who's available, guy, like who would you? Now I know that they probably don't have a ton of cap space. Yeah, we got no. But caps. just like names and guys that maybe could fit, possibly. You know what I mean with the Canucks. Like, is there anybody that? Maybe sticks out to you where you're like, oh, you know what? I wouldn't mind seeing. I him. thought they were going to bring back Ethan Bear. Yeah, they didn't. Um, they didn't even uh, qualify. Didn't him, even right? qualify him. Hmm. I thought. I totally forgot he was on Vancouver. Well, now you now you remember. I thought he was Edmonton. Wait, Edmonton? how did he get? How did he get Edmonton? To, uh, then he went to he went to Carolina after Edmonton, and then really Vancouver. Interesting. The more wow. you know, I didn't know that, but the more you know, yeah. I mean, the I look drinks. at it. Yeah, I look at it as a resident. Uh, yeah, resident. Who, who, who you want to bring in? Well, I mean, the guys that I've already. Said, I mean, JT Comfer. I, I like him as a player. I mean, seventeen goals, fifty-two points. That's pretty damn good. You know, to maybe throw him on the second line. I, I like him. Um, like I said, uh, a guy like Austin Bear. We need some offense. Damn it, you know. Like, but the other thing too is you always talk about trades and like you know, all the craziness that could happen is like, I know for a fact that this stuff just doesn't happen. You know, we keep hearing things about DeBrinket and, yeah, you know, Connor Hellebuck and Travis Konechny and like nothing has happened. And, you know, will it happen? I mean, probably not, you know? No. These prices for players, you know, free agent, we were just talking about the difference between defense and offense. Like, there's a clear separation. Like, your defensemen are getting paid. Like, the forward's not so much. No, the forwards aren't aren't making as much as, as the defensemen. Like yeah, where if you look at a guy like uh, you know Carson Soucy or like Scott Mayfield versus a guy like Gus Nyquist, like yes. the defensemen are going to get paid a little more. Soucy's making three point two five. Yeah, and that's not bad. But like no one, and what we said is no one has been getting those seven year contracts other than the Islanders apparently. Uh, but like, and no one's getting really high term either. No, and I think we're getting to the point now in the league where it's it's so different where. Like, you're paying the young guys. Where it used to be, you're paying the old guys to come in. But now it's like, oh, they're 22 years old and restricted. I'm going to give them the eight-year deal now, like Ottawa yeah. did with Tim Stutzla. And, like, what Detroit should do with Cider and Raymond. Like, they should give them the eight-year deal because, like, why not? Especially Lock them up because yeah. if the cap's going to go up like crazy, do it now. Get it now where you can get them at a... I wouldn't, lower price. I wouldn't be surprised if you see Cider probably first and, and Raymond in the next week or two sign it's those some, deals. It's something, yeah, that could just... It's what you should do if you think that this guy is a stud and let's go get him. But I don't know if I'm going to see... We're going to see any, like, 
big moves like that. I mean, obviously with restricted free agents, the whole Debrinket thing, the longer that goes, the less leverage Ottawa really has. Yeah. You know, so... And the fact that they weren't letting him really, like, negotiate with any other team kind of really puts a hair in the soup. Like, if I'm a team that wants him, like, well, what is he looking for? Well, we don't know. It's like, okay, well, now you're asking for the world, but I don't know if I'm okay with giving him the contract after. So, like, that has to be a part of it. So you're playing hardball for no reason. So, like... It'll be interesting to see, you know, what happens in the next few days. I'm sure if anything Red Wings related happens, I'll I'll pop in here and let people know what I think. On I mean, the Red Wings report. On the Red Wings report by Healthy Scratch. Uh, but like, I would say if there's any other things I want to talk about, let's let's look at the old trusty list here. Yeah, we got the list just here. in case. Just because, yeah, you know what? It is free agency, and we we just ran through that quickly. Let's just double check if there's anything else. Hall of Fame is a joke. The NHL Hall of Fame or the Hockey, Hockey Hall, Hall of Fame? Fame? Yeah. Why? Why are you saying that? How the hell does Lundqvist and Tom Barrasso and who's the other goalie that got? I know Pierre Turgeon got in, and there was another goalie that got into. It was Lundqvist. Or... I can't remember. It was three goalies and Pierre Turgeon. I'm looking it up right now. All I can but say you is... you continue your thoughts. Tom Barrasso does not have Hall of Fame numbers. Mike Vernon. Mike Vernon. Okay. Okay, yeah. And then, so... And and you can argue that Henrik Lundqvist is not a first ballot Hall of Famer. You can, you can argue that. Like, he never... He won, like, one Vezina. And then you look at Barrasso, too. He won, like, the Calder over Eiserman, weirdly. Um, But some of the players that got left out... I mean, it was unbelievable. Look at look at the eligible players. Eligible players. Here. Alex McGillney hasn't got in yet. Like, how the hell is he not in yet? Ron Hainsey. Here, just keep going down. I'm going to show you a few that... These are all the ones that are... Keep Okay, here we, here go. we go. Okay, Rod Brindamore. Patrick Iliash. Theory, uh, Theo Fleury. Bill Guerin. Um, who's another one? I mean, Vinny LeCavier does. I don't think he really has the stats for it, but McGillney does. Yeah, McGillney. I don't know why McGillney's not in the Hall of Fame. Uh, who's the other ones that I was looking at there? Like, wow, how the hell are these Even guys? Because, like, I don't, I've never heard Rick Middleton, but look at yeah, point he had a point per game, right? Um, Jeremy Roenick. Keep going, keep going. Keith Kachuk, Rick Tockett. I mean, Turgeon got in, and he has a ton of points, right? But. Uh, you know, Doug Wade, I mean, Zetterberg is in there too. And the, the goalies, like, Barrasso gets in. His, like, career goals against average is, like, three-point-something. <laughs> you know, Cujo, you know, you had Oli Kolzig. I mean, hell, even Osgood. And then we've always talked about Chris Osgood. Osgood's just underrated. He should have got in before a few of those guys, I think. Right? He's underrated. Yeah, so, and those are all the, uh, kind of the uh, international guys. I honestly thought that it was a little bit of a joke. Okay? And I think it is. I think just the... Just in general, like even I know you're a Canucks fan, but like the Sedins, first ballot, not a first ballot. They weren't what second ballot. They were pretty damn like right away. I think it's one of these things where it's almost like these writers they they forget what these guys did for the game or like how good they really were. It was a different era, right? Right. First ballot. Oh, were they right? first ballot? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, Look. yeah, first ballot. Yeah. So I don't think they're first ballot Hall of Famers, but they, they would they should be. Hall in. of Famers, yes. First ballot. Yeah, I don't know about first ballot. There's other guys that probably could get in, but the thing that's weird is like 
they were talking about Alex McGillney and it was almost like, well, I think it's because, you know, the Russian influence and, you know, we don't want to be associated with it. Hey, how about you induct a guy in Alex McGillney that actually fled the goddamn country and risked his life to come over here? I don't know. How about that? There, <laughs> what are we that doing here? It makes sense to me. He fled, right? It's, and, and speaking of writers and voting, how about the heart voting? I, I, now, again, the NHL awards are a joke too. But you heard about Connor McDavid, the heart trophy. He was one vote short of having a unanimous first place. <laughs> Every single person voted him first place. He's done that before. It would have been a second time. And the, the, there was one writer from Pittsburgh that didn't have him first place, okay? He had David Pasternak first place. Okay. I mean, he had a good season too, but he had 50, 50 something goals, right? But okay, like, where did you think he had McDavid in his ballot? Would be probably number two, right? Yeah, you would assume so. He had a number five. The guy had 150 something points. What are How? you smoking? Okay, who else did he have above him then? Like Jason Robertson. No. Like, th yeah, there was a few where I was like, uh, what the hell is happening here? Like, what do you mean five? Like, like the are you doing this as like, a, I just want attention? Because that's what it seems that's, like. To yeah, me. That's just, that just seems like, yeah, you want to make a name for yourself over the game. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't like that at all. So I thought the Hall of Fame was a little bit of a joke there too. Um, now with, with the draft, this was an interesting thing too. Um, Nashville and Tampa Bay. It was interesting because obviously there was there was a couple trades where like picks got moved around. But before the draft started, I just wanted to tell you there's something really interesting. Um, uh, Nashville had 13 draft picks before oh, wow. Tampa had their first pick. Wow! In the sixth round, Tampa had a two sixth and a seventh, or sixth and two sevenths. <laughs> Nashville had 13 picks. 13. Before eh? Tampa made their first one, I thought that was interesting. That is interesting. Um, and and this is something I've talked about a few times on the Red Wings report. And, and did I did I send you the uh, the mock draft or the, the rankings uh, from Jay Fresh? I'm not sure if you did. I don't think you did. So Jay Fresh is is the one that that I use or that we use for advanced stats. Whenever you see you know the the wins above replacement and you know things like that, and yeah. look at their even strength offense, we can compare, right? So Jay Fresh, I, I like his stuff. I actually pay into his Patreon. You know that's how I get all that info. And one thing that was really interesting was he puts out this final draft ranking. I'm like, oh, okay. And it's like a few days oh, before the Oh, you draft. did send me this, yes. And, and I sent this, and maybe I'll, I'll, maybe I'll put I, it on the screen here. I, I did have a good laugh with it. <laughs> so he goes and he's like, all right, you know, Connor Bedard, number one. Leo Carlson, two, which he was trolling. He got it right. Reinbacher, three. Fantilli, four. Dalibor Dvorsky, five. Okay. Kalem Ritchie, six. I'm like, oh, okay. Like on a lot of the lists I've seen, he's a little lower. Uh, Axel Sandin Pelica, who we know went to Detroit at like 17. Yuri Churak, which I'm not even sure if that's a real guy. Quentin Musty went a little later. Nate Danielson went to the wings, but he's at 11. Uh, Darcy Bingley. Uh, I don't think he exists. <laughs> so you see what's happening. This guy's trolling the shit out of everybody. He's he's messing up the thing. He had Matt Mishkov going 14th to Pittsburgh. He's a Penguins fan, <laughs> right? And everyone's like on Twitter, like this guy's this always guy. he like all his credibility is shot. Like this guy's always talking about just bullshit. This ranking, the worst ranking I've ever seen. And it's like this guy's just egging him on. Like why? <laughs> I'm like this is a zinger level troll. Like this is amazing. Fine. So you go down the list, right? There's a few where I'm like, I don't think Kadeon Kwiatkowski's a guy. 
Kirby Otsasa, Larney Barnes, Otto Fiskram Fiskramantiker. <laughs> not, not a shot, right? You know, Gabe Perot is real, whatever. We get down to <coughs> here where it says Rudolph's nose. We've got Plankton Chum Bucket. 41 to Detroit, Theodore Tugboat. <laughs> yep, Theodore Tugboat. You're just going to bring my, that guy in. One of my favorite, Galador Bluetooth. And then the last one is Fagorn Leg Dash Horn. <laughs> and that's that's when I saw it first. And I'm like, yeah, Calgary Wood guy. I have a guy with uh, the name. Bleep. Yeah, it's amazing, and, right? It's unbelievable. So I just thought like this it was a perfect example of how I've said that fans don't know anything about prospects because everybody that was like, this is a bullshit rank. It's like, if you just read a little bit, you'd realize this was satire. And he's making the point that no one knows anything no. and let alone him, even with the advanced stats and all that stuff, you'd never know, right? So I thought that was kind of it's a fun little... way to maybe wrap this one up is look at that fun little like ranking mock draft thing. Who would you so choose funny. at uh, for, uh, 47 Dude, or Plank whatever? Plankford Chumbucket would oh. be my pick, 100%. I don't know. No one's getting by Theodore Tugboat. Theo Tugboat is, is a really good – he's going to keep that Double team afloat. He's going to keep them afloat for a long time. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh. Yeah. Until next time, it's the Bushy and Bobo Show. Um, look for us on, on YouTube. Obviously, you're watching us on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TikTok. All the places you can find us. We're on Twitter too. Pooty McBubbles. Bushy R. What is it? Bushy RWR. RWR. New handle. Check see? it out. He's just gotten in it. I know. Used to it. Um, but yeah, we're going to just see. Hopefully there's some more signings today, tomorrow, the next day. There will be. There will um, be. And we'll cover any that we really think are useful and we'll go from there. Back to some uh, games and stuff like that during the off season. Yeah, I think we're going to just dick around a little bit in the off season and do some sporkles and some fun. Actually, some of the drafts too. You yeah. Know, we did our... Uh, you know, we didn't even post the one. We did like a was it Sweden draft or there's like a nationalities draft. We did a nationality. We have some fun, uh, fun things we can do just because we did the original six one and that was a lot of fun to that do. That was fun. Maybe we can edit it down into like a smaller thing, but uh, I think it'd be fun to do that. So yeah. I think we will in in the summertime. There's nothing really else going on, right? So yeah. Until next time, it's the Bushy Bowl Show. Signing off. Take Later. care. Later days.